Hello and welcome back to the show. We're so happy to have you back, friends, as we are going to be talking about a brand new show that Eli chose, and that is Longmire, the Netflix original. Eli, take it away. Yes, Steve, we are back indeed, back in action, talking about the pilot of another show. This fall has been filled with fun pilots, and this one is definitely fun. It's got a lot going on. I was surprised how much they fit into this pilot upon rewatch. So much. So much. So- <laughs> but before I get ahead of ourselves, I get ahead of my... Anyhow, before we get ahead of ourselves, Steve, this show is one that I discovered just through the the beauty of scanning and skimming and mindlessly crawling streaming services across multiple services and uh, found this one day on Netflix and just thought, hmm, looks kind of like a Western. And I like Westerns. I liked Deadwood, you know? Um, I don't know that I'm quite like a John Wayne guy. That's a little before our time, but I have enjoyed the bits of John Wayne I've seen. So I was intrigued just like, what is this modern day Western, you know? And that's sort of all I had the sense of going in and I'm really glad that I discovered it. So before we get into this pilot or what the show's about anymore, I wanted to just pause and see, you know, what your impressions were coming in and upon the opening of the show, how quickly those were sort of affirmed or not affirmed, or if you even had any expectations of the show. So what was your frame of mind coming into the pilot of Longmire? Well, coming in, I just knew that a few basic things. It was a Western setting type of setting, and I knew it was a cop show, so kind of like a Western cop archetype. So for me... Yeah, I believe, what did um, we call him last time? A cowboy cop sheriff? Oh, yeah, cowboy cop show. Which I think (laughs) the pilot would bear out. (laughs) Yeah, and Mm. there were definitely some surprises or things that I weren't... I wasn't expecting to be so much a detective, so much of an investigator, Mm. like for that element to be such a part of the show and how he was going about that there was a crime and then he was solving it and almost kind of was more procedural than I sort of was anticipating. I guess that would be my first impression overall. Mm. Um, I don't know if, did you ever watch that show Justified? Yes. That's the one parallel that I can give. I watched like the first season of that show. Oh, shoot. Um, I have to cross that off my list then. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. Yeah, we can't do that. Although I figured if you liked this show, then you probably watched Justified. So it's probably (laughs) off our list. Mm. And so I... So I had some kind of idea of what it might be, but again, I I didn't there were a couple things that were unexpected to me and it had more to do with the structure like the classic who done it procedural cop show where you actually figure it out by the end of the episode. I was thinking more along the lines that it was going to be like a drawn out Thing, and maybe it will develop into something like that, but it was going to be more of a crime that existed over several episodes or 
a season, right? And that's what we kind of get used to and when we're watching these streaming shows or, or these sort of more like miniseries or event type of shows. Right. So that, that struck me. And a few other first impressions. Um, the emotional life of the lead I thought was interesting and, and mm-hmm. really stuck out to me. Um, and I found to be very compelling. Um, and I guess I just thought it was going to be more of this cowboy cop alone out on the frontier, small town thing. I, I wasn't expecting there to be to so many secondary characters or there'd be such a life in that sheriff's office or department or whatever, the, all the, what is it, three or four people that work there right. that are all kind of central characters. and Oh, yeah. You know, and then, so they established the kind of rookie female deputy, and then there's the rival kind of deputy guy, and then there's the bumbling guy. Like, I wasn't, I just wasn't expecting it to kind of go that way, um, <laughs> and the secretary, and it's just, it was just a lot, and, but I thought they did a really good job of, you know, establishing this backstory. He's been dealing this with a year, he's kind of, for a year, he's been MIA, and this is him stepping back into his normal routine or what you know his role is with these people but right. yeah the two things that took me by surprise was just the kind of murder she wrote nature of the crime structure mm-hmm. of, of that he actually figured it out at the end and the scope of his world and how big it is and then also just his sort of sophistication as an investigator and mm-hmm. even when he gave the guy the copy of the Sherlock Holmes book and he just sort of like was teaching him how to actually School be a detective and it's not. <laughs> yeah, I think Sheriff, like, in my mind, I don't associate that with like lead investigator or detective, right? And and I think that's a surprising thing for me and why I brought up Justified, which was more like, guns drawn, I'm going to like get you and kill you. You know, like it was, it had yeah. more of like a, a black and white thing. This, this surprised me in the nature in which he goes about his job and what he has to do out there. Not only, yeah. What, not only what that, I think of as a sheriff. Right. And not only like the nature of his job, but the, what we're introduced in this pilot episode as the setting and the you know crimes he's dealing with it's i think a level deeper of sort of like a detective right investigation show more but also just maybe even a level deeper than we expected of like nuance and intense stuff going on you've got the whole like reservation versus sheriff politics you get so much exposition and it's so rich. You find out he put the police chief of the res in jail for all this, you know, backroom dealing and extortion and collusion and awful stuff he was doing. And there's just so much going on. And um, this is set in a pretty fascinating part of the country still. And so I think that's also something that, uh, you know, initially I noticed, and I'm sure um, you did as well, is that when we talk about, well, I guess Justified is a more current show, right? 
but justified as a lot more, um, yeah, sort of brutal. Um, it's a lot more about violence. It's uh, it's and less. Grittier. Yeah, it's grittier. It's less sophisticated in sort of the the crime solving. It's more about you know getting getting tough and sort of knowing yeah. that that country and um but yeah this is a very nuanced and kind of deep story already and what they're dealing with and what this lead character especially Walt Longmire has to navigate is so fascinating and i think you were kind of alluding to this like he's so adept at handling every aspect of what this job entails and it's mental, physical, spiritual. I mean, it's just like hitting on all levels and, you know, we get all this, especially from the rival character branch, right? We get all these like sort of pokes about how he hasn't been present. He hasn't been there. Right. But we don't see that really. And something that, you know, you like to say is that in the pilot, we see the lead, being, you know, excelling at what they're best at. And so we see that, right? We mm. see him having tough times, but overcoming it. We see him facing adversity, but standing up to it. And then we see him solving the crime. And then we see him even uh, apprehending the bad guy. Love. Yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> and it even starts with that first she kind of tricks him into showing up right. right with the dead the dead sheep yep and but then he's like all right you're going to miss all the fun and they take a walk out there and he sees the birds and he talks about it yeah um that was an interesting uh moment of seeing him being really good at his job like that whole sequence of like going up and finding the dead body and and the whole thing and not recognizing him so being like this is weird but i w i would like to touch on something you brought up, which I noticed right away in the opening sequence. Uh, it's just how beautiful the landscape being is. And I feel like, so there was a lot to this pilot and I don't want to say too much, but they, it was a lot. So with all the characters, lot. with like all the backstory exposition and the, the different main characters to kind of keep track of and like what's happening. And the world itself though was, so visually cool between like being up in the mountains, being out on the reservation where he lives. Like yeah. it was, it was uh, just so beautiful. This notion of like Montana being right there. So like, like the, the two big vast open States that are totally different yet, like kind of like oddly connected. Right. right. Or close, close enough to each other. And yeah, I agree that the reservation aspect of this, the res, as they call it, like, is quite fascinating. This idea that it's its own territory. They don't recognize his authority there necessarily, or like, mm -hmm. he, like a cop from the res can punch the sheriff on the reservation, like, <laughs> and there's little recourse, ultimately. I mean, it's probably still not legal necessarily, but. I mean, if, you know if he wanted yeah. to press assault charges, maybe. But point being that he has no jurisdiction and he's actually yeah. overstepping or outside of his jurisdiction by trying to assert any legal authority there, it seems. And, of course, that is where we get, you know, that backstory and there's 
everything that we learn is, I think, sort of fascinating because it's a world that we don't quite understand the dynamics and power structure of. But then also there's emotional backstory packed into all of his relationships, basically. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and I want to move on to him, too, because I liked him and I didn't know this lead actor at all, you know, and that was sort of like a John Hamm and Madman thing where you just had no sort of frame of reference. So he's just mm. like Longmire. Right. Um, but I, I did think like this, this storied history in America, the Native Americans and reservations and the territory, like it's so rich, right? And so even though there was like the Native American cop who was upset because he had arrested the chief of police there, there was just like, it's like so rich in the frustration like of their whole situation and the whole, all of society and all of American culture. Like it's, it's all like underneath it all. And I just, I found that, that to be super compelling and in a way there almost could be a whole show just sort of about that. <laughs> in fact, um, there is. That, <laughs> yeah. In fact, there is. It's called Reservation Dogs. Oh, Reservation Dogs. Cool. Yeah. Great I, show on FX, streaming on Hulu. I, I don't know that. That's not on my list. Oh, well, <laughs> we won't say any more right now then. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating to see a modern, um, what we believe to be, you know, somewhat accurate given the sort of um, depth and scope of the show. And as much as we have sort of a current. Um, you know, area and space that's still very wild west, you know, in today. Uh, this is it. And as you pointed out, it's this amazing area there in Absaroki, um, Absaroka County, Wyoming, right? Um, but that's right, what, a few hours from the border of Montana. So uh, if you check it out on a map, it's just a very fascinating um, open, wild part of the country still to some degree. But of course, the issues they're dealing with are very relatable, very poignant. Um, this pilot deals with prostitution. Um, it deals with multiple issues faced by Americans, faced by Native Americans, and faced by Native Americans in just the continued fallout from you know the genocide of hundreds of years ago. So it's a lot to pack into a pilot. And that just sort of, as you were pointing out, adds a layer of just depth to the beauty, the story, the sadness, all of it. It's, um, it's not a light show, right? It's, uh, it's really like head-on confronting grief, confronting alcoholism, confronting, you know, Native American relations ongoing, just a lot of heavy stuff in this pilot. And as you said, a lot of info too. So it is almost too much, yet I think just enough, um, really, at least for me. So I don't know if you felt that it became too much at any point with, you know, all the info, all the the backdrop to this, but to me, and you know, as you were pointing out, the physical beauty of the setting um, and the almost spiritual nature to some of the um, the setting, and of course the 
the owl. Um, so there's the physical beauty, but then also some early signs of like nature being, um, you know, all knowing, being predictive, being magical, maybe even. Hmm. Almost yeah. akin to yeah, Atlanta. The spirit- right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, the spirituality for sure of of it all. And again, with the modern circumstances, like the, uh, there was something bizarre about the Native American cops rolling up in cop cars and been in like uniform. It's just like not custom really to seeing that or I, you know, I haven't been, it makes all the sense in the world, but it's just not, not familiar with that. So like to see that was kind of cool. But overall, I think it was interesting that for someone, for a lead character that seems to be very like tough and, you know, and he's got his shotgun and his gun and his coffee and his coat and he's going, he's the sheriff and he's all strong. They just did an incredible job of like showing his, this trauma that he's dealing with is with his wife passing that he's a widower and that just on the edge all the time of crying probably throughout almost like the whole episode. And that was really fascinating. And then also how beat up he is, you know, emotionally. And then comparing that to physically where they just kind of beat him up the whole (laughs) pilot, right? They like, yeah, he sees the, the billboard of, of the guy (laughs) running for sheriff. And, and, you know, that was, that was a kind of a cool sequence and you weren't expecting this guy to lose control of the car. Right. Right. And he did, and he got banged up, and it was like, okay, like you know, it's like right in the, whatever, like first third of the of the, you know, or middle of the piece, and that was right after his emotional breakdown, doing this uh, house call or this, right. you know, notifying. reveal or whatever that, yeah, you, yeah, notifying, right, that he yeah. hasn't done in so long, and yeah, and it's an amazing thing to see the archetype they present, right. I mentioned John Wayne and then to so quickly see him injured, see him lose control, see him on top of, which is, you know, what you just pointed out, this emotional essentially breakdown or crack, however you want to title that. And now we see physically him get beat up and lose control in this accident. It's, I think, just one more uh, layer of complexity that we're getting, right? So we're getting something that feels almost, uh, you know, of another era, yet is literally set in modern times. And then we're also getting this archetype, but we're immediately sort of getting a counterpoint or um, getting another, you know, surprising um, vision of this character. I think that, you know, the, the crash, which then of course precipitates the gossiping about like, Oh, there were beer cans in the car. He was drunk. And that gets like stirred and confronted in this episode. So they do an amazing job of packing a lot in and also subtly, I feel like um, advancing and actually confronting and dealing with stuff too. So it's amazing how much comes out, but also 
comes full circle or at least like advances and comes to light um, within this episode as well. And as you were saying in your initial thoughts, um, I feel like you were expecting, yeah, more of a modern streaming take on like the whole first season is one crime, let's say, right? And a longer story arc. Now, having watched this pilot, I think you're starting to get the sense that this is more of a mini caper within mm. longer arcs type of show, right? It yeah. seems like this caper gets tied up pretty neatly. And then, of course, all this exposition, the you know rival deputy sheriff running, all this stuff that we know is going to get cranked up. The heat's going to get cranked up in the coming episodes, likely. But yeah, so at the uh, you know culmination or towards the end of this, um, what was sort of your feeling on you know it it taking this form and um, this more like focused on individual episodic capers? Um, yeah, sort of where did that take you? Yeah, I mean, I thought it it was interesting that it. Well, I like I I did like how the pilot ended um, with him, you know, putting up his reelect his sheriff uh, sign, you know, across from the guys, and just this notion like this other part that I found interesting in the the whole episode was this re, um, reality of him not being around and now coming back, and and how the guy. Um, who died came into the into the sheriff's office and you know it was like there was all this information that had he been around things would have been different so that i thought was was kind of interesting and sort of led him you know to coming back so because there was so much uh, about the backstory there was the scene with his daughter showing up where she really laid it out she was just like i can't do another year of you doing this. So it's like, it's been a year that he's kind of just been dealing with this and not been around. And so I think now that we're sort of through that, I could see it being a little more digestible in regards to the mini caper aspects. And I feel like if that's the structure of the show, then they needed to kind of do it in this pilot. So I understand, but it, and it, and it was very much a lot. Now, if you're someone who like, really digs like mini caper shows wants to like sit down and get like locked in. I feel like this is like a perfect like escape show <laughs> for sure. And there's another show that I connect this to. It's on my list. So I don't want to like, <laughs> we've talked enough about other shows that may or may not be um, spoilers of our, of our list and stuff. So I think even though it was a lot, they certainly did a really good job and they certainly kept this beautiful arc of this pilot of of introducing all these characters and getting us into this world and and really breaking down what we think of this big strong cowboy guy. And I, I your your John Wayne analogy is actually pretty good in the sense that like they're both like tall dudes, but tall, strong cowboy leading men type guys right but he but it goes in a completely different direction yeah and 
that I really liked. And I liked that by the end of the pilot, it was like, he's so definitively back that he's like staking his claim again. He's not going to let anyone like take him, take it away from him. He's the man for the job, right? Honesty, yeah. integrity. Yeah. So that I found to be a very empowering moment having like we talked about seen him emotionally beat up physically beat up big car accident you know then he solves the crime and it in that final action sequence was like <laughs> slightly darker and more intense than i was <laughs> it got a little justified right like, it, like <laughs> yeah like i was like uh he's like oh, i don't have a cell phone <laughs> like, <"Whoa>, okay <laughs> uh, yeah i mean there is definitely still a sense of uh I don't know what they call it out there, prairie justice. <laughs> um, there is a sense of, yeah, when it calls for it, he's ready to broken hand or no, he's got his pump action ready. And I love that he like almost forgets it when he leaves, you know, in the opening sequence, when he leaves the house, he like goes back in for his pump action. Right. And, and then... Yeah, and that sort of final action sequence, it's, you know, he just waits, he breathes. He's like... Yeah, that was great. Hits, and there's, hits there's him another, from, you know, however far. There's another interesting character thing with him that came up in this pilot too, they revealed. Sometimes his, like, his headstrongness or his willingness to solve the case is kind of like a detriment in a way where he, when he makes the mistake of thinking that clue of the Indian at the bar was his actual friend. Yeah. Right. And, and I thought that was interesting reveal that he's so, and perhaps that also is, is the essence of like him coming back to work after losing his wife where he's just like, so yeah into in it, he can't even see, you know, outside of that and his relationships and, yeah, and he has oh, that tremendous. great exchange with um, his friend Lou Diamond Phillips, um, where where he like apologizes and stuff, and he but then he has that moment where he's like he says something else, blah blah blah, and um, have I lost a step? Right, right. He says I can't remember the exact yeah. line, but yeah, he says to Lou Diamond Phillips, "Have I lost a step?" And but he Lou Diamond Phillips is sort of answering, you know multiple questions that he'd asked and then he sort of ends it with, and yes, Walt, you have lost a step, you know? And like yeah. that moment is so great. And their relationship, the little we get to see of it, um, is a really like, I don't know. There's something it's heartwarming to some degree, but it's more than that. It's like when he stops him to apologize on the road and Lou Diamond Phillips gets out and he's like, is you know 35 years of friendship uh are you able to throw it away but you know he just sort of lays it all out there and waltz totally apologetic and uh and you know hat in hand literally i think <laughs> but it's just a even more than some of the insight into his grief and you know what that's been like that sort of gives me reason to wanna keep watching this character and wanna root for this character because I think it's also clear that a year off is a really long time. 
And he's back, but he's got a big mountain to climb. Like he's going to f- be facing a lot. He gets beat up. He's going to probably have pretty stiff competition in this election, it seems like, right? Like Branch has got this huge fucking billboard. And so he's. And Branch has been spending a year going to all the breakfasts and the. He's doing and all, all the schmoozing, all the right things yeah. to get elected. And of course, we'll learn a lot more about that and his character upcoming. But in this, we really get the sense that he's back and he's ready, but it is not going to be easy, right? Like it's going to take withstanding, you know, whatever life throws at him. And it's going to be a lot because this is a brutal place. And the, you know, we just are getting like the peek into what, the job actually has to deal with, right? And it's just the tip of the iceberg, ultimately, as with, you know, any show like this. So I think we're really seeing sort of what's laid out for Walt and what it's going to take from him to fully, like, get back to actually being the man because he's lost a step. Yeah, I think that's cool. I like the idea of a flawed hero, someone falling forward, you know, seeking, it's almost like beyond redemption. It's just sort of like, um, but he's he was broken and he's having to put himself back together. Yeah. Far more interesting than like Walker, Texas Ranger shows up and he's the man <laughs> like from the jump and there's no one that can beat him. Like he's very mortal, this this hero, and he's yeah um, wounded. and But what he has is like, this incredible you know it's it's interesting that he's is kind of like a sherlock holmes character in this setting of this frontier western setting like that yeah. that to me is like interesting enough and, and different enough yeah um i mean i'm glad I, I am interested about these next two episodes having gotten through the bulk i guess the initial wave of this exposition just kind of knowing all the players and then seeing how how the the show flows. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a great, great spot to transition into watching those and coming back. So, uh, yeah, fun pilot. So much happens. And as we said, um, just on a lot of levels, you're getting information, depth of character, and then also just the intensity of this place and the history. I'm excited to watch two and three, see where the show goes, and see uh, what's next for our, uh, our flawed hero, Walt Longmire, and... Uh, all these great sporting characters. All right, thank you, friends. Be sure to watch episodes two and three of Longmire on Netflix. We will see you next time. Hello, friends, and thanks for listening. We just wanted to take a quick moment and let you know that we are really excited to be a part of a growing podcast network. It's called Connected Podcasts, and there are many other great shows on the network that we think you are going to enjoy. That's Connected, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-D, podcasts.com. Thanks for listening.